guys, I'm here with Marta Posen. How are you, Marta? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me. Marta is a model. She's an actress. She's an influencer extraordinaire, but I probably wouldn't give you that title. I'd give you like, you're like a professional. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I hope so. I th- I think. I mean, what do you? What's your claim to fame? Like when you when you introduce yourself to someone, what do you? How do you introduce yourself? All right. I guess it depends on who I'm talking to because some people are not going to be so like tech savvy. And if I tell them that I post on Instagram and I get paid to do that, they'll be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and people over fifty, but um, actually, they know everybody gets it. So what I do is I post. Uh, on social media for fashion and beauty brands so I create content on digital platforms but I also like I don't only take photos like I also come up with ideas for video content I write short films I act I do a bunch of commercials um, so I'm a content creator um, I guess that that would be that that would include everything that I do I think I mean that makes that makes sense completely yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people are trying to do that, but you do it tastefully. You're not annoying. You're not pushing products on people. And that's why I asked you to come on here. That makes me so happy because you just never know how people, when I post stories, when I post my stuff, I, I just never, you just never know. I mean, you hope that it's going to be well received, but you just don't know what people are going to think. And I kind of don't care too much because I know I think that I, the people that do care about what I post get it. So I try to right. not too much. But yes, that's a that's a good point you just made, actually. Do you like what do you love about doing all these things on Instagram and social media and, and even your commercials and stuff like that? Um, okay, so when I'm on set and I'm doing either a, a shoot for a brand or a commercial or uh, if I'm on a movie or something like that, I love being around people because I like to I like people even when they're bad, in a way that I like to study people. So for me, yes, I'm there doing my job, but I'm also looking around like like a kid, you know, like observing what people do, what they say, how they move. Oh, my so God. I, when we met, you probably I adore you studying so, me so hard. I loved you. And when I love someone and I look at them in the best way possible, not like judging. I, I, I'm really not a judgmental person. So I just look to even get inspo for myself. And I'm like – oh, she's doing that. Maybe I should do that too. Oh, look at her hair. Like I try to like, you know, get like ideas from people. So when I'm on set, that's the best way to, to be around so many different people at the same time. I'm similar in that way. I definitely thrive off of other people's energy for sure. Um, so I think it makes it easier to work with, with me at least, I think. Um, where can you give us a little background of like where you're from and how you grew up and school and stuff like that? I was born and raised in Italy. I was born in Venice, moved to Milan, went to went to college there, started working in fashion as a ghostwriter when I was 19 and I was still in college. Oh my God. That's when I realized that, yes, I love fashion, but I also like the idea of making money. And if you work for a magazine, <laughs> for sure, I mean, at that time, at least I couldn't make money. I mean, I barely made money. And it was fine because I was 19, but then I'm like, wait a minute, this has to be, there has to be something more to that because I can't, and my boss was 40 something and she was an author and she was a great journalist and she just wasn't really happy with with her life. So I moved to London after my BA in Milan and I, um... I wanted to live in London. Then I came to LA for an acting class that went on 
it was supposed to be only three months and then it, it was, I think eight months and then I never came back. So, so you basically could do it all. I mean, I try, I'm, I, I really try. You are obviously successful. Was there one job that you got that was, that like put you on the map? Yeah, I think so. So I have a, like a list of things that I want to do with jobs that I want to like get every year. And I think it was, I think it was 2017. So like three years ago, I really wanted to work with Kenzo. Kenzo's a French brand that's very Asian inspired and it's been around for so long. And they also have this iconic perfume that I used to like have when I was younger. And in my list, I put down and they, and they shoot beautiful commercials and beautiful short films that make it into like, they become like uh, actual TV ads and like they're, they do like a lot with their, with their video content. So and they're so inspiring and they hire like actual filmmakers to shoot their fashion stuff. So I was like, I need to be doing one of those commercials or videos. Like they're so cool. That was my goal. And I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. And then one fine day, I and I just did a photo shoot for Kenzo um, for the fragrance uh, in Paris. And that was just pictures that I that I took. And was it? I think it was February. And then in September that same year, the girl that hired me for the photo shoot was like, I'm working on something. I can't tell you what it is, but I want you to do it. <laughs> do it. I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah, what, what is it? So she made me send her all my stats because they really wanted someone French. And I don't have, I mean, my, my fan base is mostly US and uh, UK, Italy, Mexico. And um, I, I forget the other country, but it's, there's not much France in it because I don't speak French. So I'm like, right. I love you and I'll send you everything I have. Just keep in mind. I'm not French, so you won't see that much, you know, my French community is not huge on my Instagram, but I'm so cool. And she was like, that's perfect. Send it to me. (laughs) And then so basically she pitched me to be in a global campaign for their new fragrance that they were relaunching that year. And the lead actress was this like Korean actress because they are known for only using Asian talents as the lead talents in their commercials. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's their thing. And she was like, we want you to be the only digital like influencer talent to be like part of this campaign so you can be in it and also post about it. So I I went to San Francisco for three days. We shot it there with the um, global director of Kenzo that flew from Paris. It was like a huge production. And um, it was really, really great to be part of something that big. And then when it came out, I had to post for them for three months and I feel like people also were sending me like pictures, um, you know, from of the commercial when they were watching it on TV. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like I think one of the biggest jobs, uh, and that made me feel like okay. And they also paid really well, so I was like, okay, <laughs> that's that's cool. I- but that that just shows like you met this girl doing a smaller job, and you made that connection with her and that relationship with her, and she helped you in the future because she likes you, and you guys got along. Yeah. So you really, like, I hate to say it, but, like, some people are such assholes. And I'm like, yeah. that is going to get you nowhere but it, in life. You know what? It gets a lot of people a lot of places. And that that's always bothered me. And I'm like, I have to let it go because for my philosophy is to be kind, kinder than you even think you can be because that will come back to you. So that's how, that's what I live by. And, it, I mean, assholes will be assholes. What are you going to do? But, yeah. I just, I mean, I've worked for some assholes and I'm telling you right now. I believe you. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, don't look too good for that. I'm telling you. I 
I'm literally done. So when you got, so you got this fat ass paycheck, what did you purchase with it? Like, were you like, I've always wanted like this Chanel bag or I will really want this BMW. This is what I want to get. So yeah, I, I bought these YSL St. Laurent boots that I've been wanting to buy forever. And Zoe Kravitz wore them in the campaign. I'm like, I got to have those, but they're like, they were like 1200, I think. And I'm like, that's a lot, but I, I bought them and that's a lot, but that's a good purchase. I mean, that felt like a You're going to get to use it. Yeah, and I still use them, and I bought them in, like, different colors years later. So that's one of my statement shoes that I definitely, like, keep wearing all the time. I mean, everyone needs boots, and I'm sure that they're very, very well made. Yeah, the leather is great. They're, like, so really good, and I have them for, like, four years, I think. So, yeah. You basically work for yourself now, right? You're not signed with any agency. I'm not at the moment. I have been through that, and I've done that. But I – it's really hard to, like – I think so. Here's what I think: unless you're Dua Lipa, where you really are gonna need a, a huge team, then you don't need anybody because they just—I mean, can I say that? I don't know. They just take money. They literally take twenty percent. They just, but more because modeling agencies take twenty from you and twenty from the client. Oh, you're right. I do remember that. Yeah, were you with an agency as well? Yeah, I was with MSA. It's now State in New York. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's they're good, but I just feel like. Again, going back to the fact that I'm smart enough to cut my own deals, although I know it's not ideal to be always to be the one that negotiates with the brand directly, but sometimes I think it's just so much faster and easier that for now, um, I'm just, yeah, I'm doing it like that until I find someone that I really feel great about. That's good. I mean, you also, well, you were signed with an agency, right? Yeah, I was next models for a few years and, um, and then I had a manager. So yeah. So you made like connections during that that you can use in the future too. So you know how to do it. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I'm good at, like I said, I'm good at making connections. I'm good with people. So I feel like I'm better than they they could be with people. I mean, I feel like we became best friends in like three minutes. And (laughs) you're good with people too. You're fun and you're also like very personable. I like that. I just like to make sure everyone's having a good time, you know? I like that. And that was my goal when I met you. <laughs> yes, and Filippo adores you. Like, sometimes he'll, like, t- ask me about you. Like, how is she doing? I'm like, I know I haven't seen her since that time, but we love you. Oh, my God. We all. I really want to go to Italy. I've never been to Italy. And we all need to go together because I need to see Filippo again. Yeah, you come with us. We'll, we'll give you the best time. I'm nervous. You guys probably go crazy. Uh, no, I don't. He might. I, I'm, like, chill. I'm, like, I don't. Yeah, I'm the chill type. Like, I'll hang on, but I'm not. He's younger, so he can go crazier. He's actually turning 24 on Friday. He's only 24? He's only 24. I thought he was, like, maybe late 20s. I don't know. No, he's young. He's very young. (sighs) Memories. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us something about you that most people don't know. Um, damn. Um... Okay. I have a weird thing where like I like to sleep alone. I don't know. I don't know why. Even when I like someone, I like to cuddle and do all those things. And then I'm like, okay, bye. And I'm like, (laughs) I have a hard time sleeping with people because I feel like, what if I do, what if I talk in my sleep? Because I do. And then what if I say something weird? What if I like, I don't know. I'm self-conscious about people looking at me. Oh my God. You have to not give a shit. I know, right? Yeah. 
So you don't even sleep in the same bed with someone or you like will cuddle and then like move to the other side of the bed because that's what I like to do. I mean, that's what I do too, but sometimes I wish they could just go sleep downstairs <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Your future yeah. husband is going to have his own bedroom and his own like area of the house. Yeah, I think that's that would be appropriate, actually. Do you have any men in your life right now? No, I also kind of like girls at times, too. Oh, good. Um, but no, no, no girls, no guys. No girls, um, no guys. No girls, no guys. I, uh, but I, you know what? I'll say that there's a lot of movement, movement on Raya and those dating apps, and a lot of like ex boyfriends of mine reached out, and um, I'm like, what are you guys thinking? Like, we're not even gonna ever be able to see each other, like especially right now for like a few months. I know. I, I feel like know. I feel like the online, like I've been on, like doing a little dabble. And I feel like a lot of guys are like, let's FaceTime for our first date, which sounds okay in I mean, in retrospect. And then it would be like five minutes and I'd be like, ew, I hate him, bye. Or, oh my God, I love him. So I don't really, what's your take on like the FaceTime first date? I've, you know what? I haven't done it, but I was, I, oh my God, I went out with this guy for like, maybe like four times and he was a dating coach. He still is a dating coach. And he'd say that, um, when you oh are talking to someone, oh my God, whatever. When, I'm, when, I'm, he's like, when we're talking to someone, um, before you even go on a physical like date, like have a FaceTime chat and like, see if you like them. So I will always remember that. And I'm like, that's actually kind of smart. So if you don't feel any sort of vibe, at least you kind of saw the person and you can assess better from that. I don't know. You also like save time and getting ready because you can just like maybe put some makeup on and that's it. So yeah, exactly. So I think her, I, I, I'm down for some face, FaceTime dates. I haven't had one yet, but maybe I should actually. I mean, it could be fun. It could be a good, like, I feel like people are creating all this content and, like, putting anything out there that they want to talk about. So FaceTime dates could be a thing. Yeah, and people are so much more open because there's the security of not having to, like, face them in a way that makes you feel, in a way, I don't know, like, safer, more, like, cozier. So maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's good or... Maybe they're horny because they haven't, like, seen each other for a month. I don't know. There's probably so much phone sex going on right now. I don't even want to know. I don't even yeah. want to know. Yeah, I, I think so. I think you're right. When you claimed your fame and when you got, you know, to where you are today, did any of your personal relationships change? Do you think that becoming successful changed you in any kind of way? Um, it didn't change me because to me, I'm, I'm not ex- as successful as I want to be. Like, I'm never like really happy. With, I mean, I'm super happy and grateful, but I always want to do more. So every time I do something, it's, I'm always thinking about the next five things. So I don't ever change the, I've never changed my the perception of myself based on that. Um, I've always tried to stay humble and, um, to make sure that I, reach out to all my friends and no matter what. So I think it didn't change it on my end, but I know some people sometimes take what I do a little bit. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's like jealousy slightly. Yes. But they, they're not maybe even aware of it fully, but sometimes I, I found myself in situations where I I wasn't able to say what I was working on. Cause I know that that would hurt the other person. 
And I understand that. And I mean, I, when I have friends that are more successful than me, I'm so curious to learn how they did it. Like I'm all, I'm, I'm open to like, like asking questions and like knowing what, how they got to where they are more than like thinking, Oh, I should do that. Like I always, I don't ever get, I, I don't feel jealous. I actually feel interested in like finding out more of why people are being successful like I take it as I take success uh, as like people's success as a case study to be like okay let me see how they did it like let me research it you know so it drives me more than it puts me down but I know some people don't know how to take it that way so I try to be careful although I still have so much to do but I'm saying you know yeah I also feel like people compare themselves to other people so much so like yeah. No matter what, there's always going to be a little bit of competition. But as long as, like, I mean, even what about your friends back in Italy? Like, are you still super close with them? Well, so the so I, I'm close to like one girlfriend that I that I've been friends with since middle school, and she's great. She's a psychotherapist, and so completely different lifestyle and career, but she gets it. Like she she understands what I do exactly and she's she supports it but then there's another friend of mine that's um he's like in finance and he does not understand what like he does not he understands it but he does not approve what I do and I'm like okay well and all he cares about is like you know um having a family which he does so we just have different goals and for me it's fine but I know that for him it's a little hard like he doesn't like see the beauty in what I do which is sad so well, I mean, everyone has their own view on different things. Did you wait? Did I read that you were in a movie with Maya Mitchell? Yeah, I actually shot it last year. It hasn't come out yet. Oh, really? I, yeah, it hasn't come out yet. And I played her girlfriend, and they made me do coke on one scene. And I'm like, let me tell you, I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> so they have to. Show me how to do it. And I was so freaking embarrassed. I'm like, you guys. You shouldn't be embarrassed. That's like, your mom is probably so proud of you. <sighs> well, yeah, like, sure. But like, I was like, and I thought I was a millennial, but I just felt so out of it when I, when I did it. And so I'm like, okay. But yeah, she's really cute. She was blonde at that time and I was blonde as well. And so they made me play her, you know, the guy that was after her in the movie was having a little bit of a, of a, like a dream uh, thing. And he was, he thought I was, I was her for a second because we both had blonde hair. So they made me look like her. Oh, is she nice? I like, I like her in the Fosters on ABC family or on what's it called now? ABC family. Yeah. She, she was really nice. She was sweet. Yeah. She was cute. When does the movie come out? I mean, good question. I don't know. Sometimes it takes a couple of years before a movie comes out. And there's a lot of, like, British actors that are, um, they're all, like, friends, and they're friends with the director. And I think that was his first feature, like, feature film that he's ever shot. So um, we'll see. I mean, they'll let me know, I guess. <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, you're still in it. Don't worry. <laughs> I know, right? Well, what's your plan for the rest of this quarantine? Are you just going to creep keep creating and and trying to figure shit out? I think so. I, I'm doing a lot of Instagram lives. I'm doing these FaceTime photo shoots. I know um, the one you did, you did the Instagram live and I went into it. And of course it's in Italian. And I'm like, I can't understand you. I'm doing another one with my friend Yola on Thursday. She's a writer at Forbes and she's awesome. Um, so we're doing that on Thursday 
And then I think another one next week. So I'm doing that. I'm doing some IGTV, like beauty stuff for different brands. Um, what else? I mean, yeah, I was um, asked on a date, meaning like this guy is like trying to come over and claiming that he's super clean, meaning oh, like he's my God. in a month and we've been talking. I used to see him like years ago and I reached out because I saw that he was really taking this quarantine super seriously because he's friends with like a bunch of doctors. And so he's been staying home like when I started staying home. So we've been chatting, just bonding over a coronavirus. And like, I feel like it's been a month and we're safe now. So maybe I should come and cook you dinner. And I'm like, I don't know about that. So I mean, as long as I don't know, I don't want to say anything that's going to like start a controversy, but like, I feel like if he's quarantined and he's been there for so long and he hasn't seen anybody else, but you just, you literally never know. That's the problem. So I promised um, my family that I'm not going to leave the house because I'm here alone in LA and they're like, if something happens, we're not there. I'm like, well, it's been years that I've been here alone. So something could have happened already, but sure, I get it. So I, um, yeah, I told them I, I won't see anybody. And I haven't so far. I've been, like, here alone for 24 days. I mean, you guys could, like, go on a walk and stand. Or he could stand, like, outside your balcony and wave to you. Or, like. Yeah. <laughs> like a movie. <laughs> Just, like, ask then, him to send you, to Postmates you some, like, coffee. And then you can so, FaceTime. There's a there's an awesome restaurant that's a, that makes really good Italian food that's actually delivering like uh, all the ingredients that they use for their dishes, but they're not actually making them. So they you can buy their pasta, you can buy their cheese, and he wanted to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, it sounds good, but I don't know. It's it's more like, is this the guy that I want to do that with? Maybe not. But the idea is cute. So I'm, the idea I'm, is cute if it wasn't a pandemic. Yeah, right. I know. Do you remember the first thing that you bought when you realized that you could afford your dream item or something you'd always wanted? So I remember buying these amazing YSL shoes that I love so much still. <laughs> they're platform boots that Zoe Kravitz wore in their campaign a couple of years. I'm I, I love her. her so much. She's she's great. Like she's uh, so iconic. Everything she does and her outfits and her looks. She's so like seamless too. She she's not like an aggressive celebrity. That's true. She's very subtle with everything. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, she's cool. Um. So yeah, I bought these boots that I'm so obsessed with, and then I bought them in different colors, but the same style. And um, that felt good because they were so expensive when I bought. Them. I mean, they're so expensive now, but they felt more expensive at that time. So that was like your big first purchase when you got your like fat ass paycheck. Yeah, I think so. And I feel like I already had Chanel Chanel bag from my mom gave me one when I was younger. So I just I've had that one Chanel bag for like years and I never felt the the need to buy more because I'm like, that's really that those bags are really expensive. And I'm like, I don't think yeah. I spend that much money on a bag. So, yeah. I know Chanel bags are insane. Like I, I mean, I like. I have a $1,200 bag and I like throw it around places. Like I toss it onto my bed when I get home. I leave it on my floor in my bathroom if I like, you know what I mean? Like I like forget to think about how much money I actually spent on that piece of, piece of thing of leather. 
but how do you manage your money? Like you get this big job, you make a lot of money, but how do you know when your next job is going to come? Like you just have like this budget that you work off of, or do you just like, you're just smart? That's a good question. So you really technically, you never know. Every time you get a job, it might be the last one, but I always like try to No, really. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's scary, but so that's what I'm saying. The quarantine hasn't even affected me so much because I'm so used to the uncertainty of like, you never know when you're going to get your next job type of thing that I'm like, I feel like I know how to manage my money based on like what I make and like, I, I mean, I have a monthly goal of how much I need to make every month. And I think I've been able to hit it so far in the last like three years. So that if I am like running low on like, you know, that money, like I have to like make sure that that week I book some extra work. So I always try to like keep track of how much I'm making every month, every week. So um, when I feel like I have less work, I try to like reach out to brands or try to like, you know, like send I don't know post more and stuff like that so I try to like that's good you have all this motivation I feel like everyone needs a little bit of that I'm good at that because I feel like I always tell my friends and that I was raised very German like I was raised very like my parents are kind of strict and like they gave me like a very um I feel like I grew up very doing things very methodically which wasn't fun but now like I think I'm fun that I can like make it fun but it's also very very useful to be able to like have a a routine in what you do because I think you get shit done that way so I grew up like that very strict and like very you know get shit done or you're fucked basically pretty much and I mean with (laughs) freelancing it's not easy but I once you get good at what you do people just brands and people just reach out constantly like on a weekly basis so I feel like I always I mean if I don't have I might go without a job for maybe like two and a half weeks max but I always get offers like so it's been I'm so grateful because it's been good in for the last few years so that's amazing um so words of wisdom for anyone who's trying to become a content creator or influencer so to speak um all right I think there's a a quote that I always like you know try to like remember and, and think about is that everything is temporary so never find excuses and like maybe you're getting rejected for a job because that might change within like less than 48 hours things are always changing what people like today they might not like tomorrow so there's room for everybody every single person has uh, like will will have jobs so just like less excuses and more doing just like go out and do like whatever you you want to do like as much as you can and just try to like really focus all your efforts on like making what you want to do like a reality so I'm all I'm just more about just do it like you know you want to like do a podcast just do it like you're doing it right now just don't overthink it just do it and then you learn as you go I've always like you know feel like I've always like learned more and more of what I do as I went and I never would just like be I'm not like one of the Although I might not be, like, so great at something, I still go for it so that I can get better. And some people like to prepare so much before they do something. For me, it's more like I'm learning as I do it. So just That's go out. That's kind of how I feel like I do. I do yeah. things, too. I think it's smarter that you save time and you learn more and faster. I mean, you, you really do. There's yeah. definitely some truth to that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Marta, tell us where to follow you on Instagram and all of your social handles. 
Yay. Okay, so my Instagram is at Marta Posen, and same with Twitter. And what else do I have? I mean, TikTok. I don't really do YouTube, so um, Marta Posen, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And my website, www.martaposen.com. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. This was so fun. All right, guys, make sure you subscribe so you get a notification each week when a new episode comes out.